which can be downloaded from galamullah.com. We've got some very small stories coming up, so I will be covering three prophet stories today. Let's read. Page 137. Bismillahirrahmanirrahim. Prophet Hizkiel, Ezekiel, peace be upon him. Allah resurrects the dead. Almighty Allah said, Did you, O Muhammad, not think of those who went forth from their homes in thousands, fearing death? Allah said to them, Die, and then he restored them to life. Truly, Allah is full of bounty to mankind, but most men think not. Quran 2 verse 243 Muhammad ibn Ishaq stated of Wab ibn Mumba said that when Allah took Kali ibn Yofra, Jephthah, after Joshua, Ezekiel ibn Buzi succeeded him as the prophet to the Israelites. The people had fled from Palestine for fear of the plague and settled on a plateau. Allah said to them, Die you all, and they all perished. A few centuries passed, and then Ezekiel, passing by, stopped over them, wondering, There came a voice. Do you want Allah to resurrect them while you watch? He said, yes. Then he was commanded to call those bones to join one to the other and to be covered with flesh. So he called them by the power of Allah and the people arose and glorified Allah in the voice of one man. Allah resurrects the dead through Ezekiel. According to Ibn Abbas, this place was called Damardan. Its people were inflicted with plague, so they fled, while a group of them who remained in the village perished. The angel of death called to the survivors, Die you all, and they perished. After a long time, a prophet called Ezekiel passed by them and stood wondering over them, twisting his jaw and fingers. Allah revealed to him, Do you want me to show you how I bring them back to life? He said, Yes, this idea was to marvel at the power of Allah over them. A voice said to him, Call, O you bones, Allah commands you to gather up. The bones began to fly to the other until they became skeletons. Then Allah revealed to him to say, Call, O you bones, Allah command you to put on flesh and blood and the clothes in which they had died. And a voice said, Allah commands you to call the bodies to rise. And they rose. When they returned to life, they said, Blessed are you, O Lord, and all praises are yours. Ibn Abbas reported that the dead who were resurrected were 4,000, while Ibn Saleh said there were 9,000. Hadith about the plagues. Regarding plague, Abu Ubaidah ibn al-Jara related that Umar ibn al-Khattab was on his way to Syria and had reached Sarg when the leader of the Muslim army 
Abu Ubaidah ibn al-Jarrah and his companions met him and told him of a pestilence that had broken out in Syria. Omar remembered the Prophet peace be upon him saying, If it, a plague, be in a country where you are staying, do not go out fleeing it. And if you hear it is in a country, do not enter it. Umar praised Allah and then went off. Muhammad ibn Ishaq stated that we do not know how long Ezekiel stayed among the Israelites before Allah took him away. After him, the Israelites deviated from the right way of life, as they usually did, and deserted Allah's covenant with them. They worshipped many idols, among them Baal. So Allah sent to them the prophet Elijah. Bismillahirrahmanirrahim. Prophet Elisha, Elias, peace be upon him. Elisha's mission. And remember our slaves, Abraham, Isaac and Jacob, all owners of strength in worshipping us and also of religious understanding. Verily, we did choose them by granting them a good thing, the remembrance of the home in the hereafter. And they used to make the people remember it. And they also used to invite the people to obey Allah and to do good deeds for the hereafter. And they are in our sight, verily, of the chosen and the best. And remember Ishmael, Elisha and Dukifl, all are among the best. Quran 38 verse 45 to 48. Ibn Ishaq said that Elisha was sent to the children after Elijah. He lived among his people, calling them to Allah and abiding by the message and laws of Elijah until he passed away. Then dissension arose among them and events took momentum. Sins increased everywhere and the tyrants increased and killed the prophets. The Family History of Elisha According to Al-Hafiz Abu Al-Qasim ibn Asakir, Elisha was Ibn Adi, Ibn Shultam, Ibn Afraim, Ibn Joseph, Ibn Isaac, Ibn Abraham. It was said that he was the cousin of Elijah. Other sources said also that he had been hiding with Elijah in a cave in Mount Gassim to escape from the king of Balabak and when Elijah died, he, Elisha, succeeded him as a prophet among his people. Bismillahirrahmanirrahim. Prophet Shamil, Samuel, peace be upon him. The state of the Israelites after Joshua. Ibn Jarir reported that the condition of the Israelites deteriorated. They committed many sins and killed whom they wished of the prophets. Consequently, Allah sent them a tyrannous king who ill-treated them and spilled their blood and set their enemies from outside against them as well. They used to go to war, taking with them the Ark of the Covenant. They did this so that they would be victorious by its blessings and it became a symbol of calm and a relic left behind by Moses' people. When they went to war with the people of Gaza and Ascalon, they were defeated because the Ark of the Covenant was captured from them. When the king of the Israelites heard of this, he died on the spot. The children of Israel remained like sheep without a shepherd 
until Almighty Allah sent them a prophet named Samuel, Shemil. They asked him to appoint a king over them to lead them in a war against their enemies. The Ark of the Covenant According to Ibn Asakir, the Israelites believed their Ark of the Covenant to be very holy and an important symbol of their history. They carried the Ark even in battle and believed that because of it, Allah would protect them from their enemies. This belief gave them peace of mind and a great courage, and their enemies were terrified by it. Their enemies also believed that it was given special power by Allah. Gradually, the Israelites started to ignore Allah's law. Evil habits became part of their lives. Allah sent upon them an enemy, the Philistines, who defeated the Israelites, capturing their ark, drove them out of their homes, and took away their children to use or sell as slaves. Their power was broken. They separated from one another and were very disheartened. Samuel comes to the Israelites. Then came Prophet Samuel among them to bring them some relief. They asked the prophet's help in appointing a strong leader, a king under whose banner they could unite and fight the Philistines. Prophet Samuel, knowing their weakness, told them, I fear that when the time comes to fight, you may refuse. But they assured him that they had suffered enough insults and were now ready to fight in the way of Allah, even if they lost their lives. Prophet Samuel prayed to Allah for guidance. Allah revealed to him that he had chosen one, Saul, to loot, to be their king. The prophet wanted to know how to recognize the future king. He was told that Saul would come to him by himself and that they should then hand over the control of the kingdom to him for he would lead them in battle against the Philistines. Saul is appointed king. Saul was tall and sturdy, pious and very intelligent. He lived and worked with his father on their farm. One day, several of their donkeys was lost. Accompanied by his servant, Saul went in search of them. They travelled for many days and were very tired. Saul said to his servant, Let us rather go back, for I am sure that my father will be worried by now, and the other animals must also be cared for. His servant suggested that as they were already in the land of Samuel, the prophet, they should go to him and inquire about the lost donkeys. Saul agreed and they carried on. On their way, they asked directions from some maidens carrying water. They were told to go in the direction of the mountain. Here, a vast crowd was waiting for the prophet Samuel. When Saul set eyes on him, he instantly recognized him as a prophet by his holy men. Samuel also recognized Saul as the king that Allah had chosen for them. Saul greeted the prophet respectfully. When he asked about his missing donkeys, Samuel told him not to worry, his donkeys were already on their way to his father's farm. He then told Saul that Allah had chosen him as the king of the children of Israel. His duty would to be take charge of their affairs to unite them under one banner and to protect them from their enemies. 
if he carried out Allah's commands, he would be given victory. Saul was surprised by the sudden honour offered to him. It was also a heavy responsibility. He protested to the Prophet that he was of the children of Benjamin, the least famous of the tribes of Jacob. He did not know anything of leadership or kingship and had no wealth. Samuel told him that it was the will of Allah and that he should be the king and that he should thank Allah for his favour and be strong in faith. Saul is appointed king, Quranic. Taking Saul by the hand, Samuel led him to the children of Israel, but they insisted on a direct sign from Allah. Prophet Samuel told them to go outside the city to see the sign, which they did. Almighty Allah revealed, Have you not thought about the group of children of Israel after the time of Moses, when they said to a prophet of theirs, Appoint for us a king, and we will fight in Allah's way. He said, Would you then refrain from fighting if fighting was prescribed for you? They said, Why should we not fight in Allah's way? While we have been driven out of our homes and our children, families have been taken as captives. But when fighting was ordered for them, they turned away, all except a few of them. And Allah is all aware of the Zalameen, polytheists and wrongdoers. And their prophet, Samuel, said to them, Indeed, Allah has appointed Saul as a king over you. They said, How can he be a king over us when we are better fitted than him for the kingdom and he has not been given enough wealth? He said, Verily, Allah has chosen him above you and has increased him abundantly in knowledge and stature and Allah grants his kingdom to whom he wills and Allah is all-sufficient for his creature's needs, all-knower. And their prophet Samuel said to them, Verily, the sign of his kingdom is that there shall come to you a tabut, a wooden box, wherein is sakina, peace and reassurance from your Lord and a remnant of that which Musa and Harun left behind, carried by the angels. Verily, in this is a sign for you, if you are indeed believers. But and to Verse 246-250 to Saul leads an army, Quranic. Then when Saul set out with the army, he said, Verily, Allah will try you by a river, so whoever drinks thereof, he is not of me, and whoever tastes it not, he is of me, except him who takes thereof in the hollow of his hand. Yet they drank thereof, all except a few of them. So when he had crossed it, the river, he and those who believed with him, they said, We have no power on this day against Goliath and his hosts. But those who knew with certainty that they were to meet their Lord said, How often a small group overcame a mighty host by Allah's leave, and Allah is with the patient. And when they advanced to meet Jalut, Goliath and his forces, they invoked, Our Lord, pour forth on us patience and make us victorious over the disbelieving people. Saul leads an army. Saul set about 
organizing his army with strong faith and wisdom, he ordered that only men free from responsibilities should join. Those engaged in building homes, men who were about to be married, and those occupied with business should not join. After establishing a well-trained army, he decided to put them to the test. He told them that along the route, they would pass a river where they should drink enough water to quench their thirst, but no more than that. To his disappointment, he discovered the majority of them drank more water than they should have. He discharged them for disobedience and kept only the few who had obeyed him, as they were the ones who proved their sincerity. This resulted in a split in the army, but he was not bothered. He believed in quality and not numbers. Better a small band of true believers he could rely on than a huge army of unreliable men. Saul's army seized the enemy. Saul's men sighted the enemy on the other side of the river. Their opponents appeared physically strong and were armed with better weapons. They were led by the mighty warrior Goliath, known for his huge build and brute strength. A great number of Saul's men ran away on seeing this strong force. The small band that remained was willing to fight, whatever the outcome, for they had heard that there had been incidents in the past in which Allah had caused a small force to defeat a larger one. That is the end of this episode. Please do leave a review and rating wherever you listen and remember to share the podcast with your family and friends. We are on all the major podcasting platforms, including Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Play, and we're also on YouTube as a voice-only channel. Do join our Islamic Audio Bytes community on Facebook and Instagram and follow me on Twitter. And if you get a chance, do check out our website at islamicaudiobytes.com. If you'd like to contact me directly, please do so at sisterb007 at gmail.com. As always, hope your day is full of goodness. Assalamualaikum.